0: Welcome to First Things First. This is a podcast where we talk about God and faith and community and all kinds of things that matter to us in Shallow Water, Texas. So every week we have a different guest on and we just talk about faith and, and God and, and and things that really matter to our community, our town, uh, our, our state, but all around the world. So, uh, so I'm Brad Miles. I'm the pastor at First Baptist Church Shallow Water and First Things First is a production of First Shallow Water and our guest this week is the one and only the man, the myth, the legend. Steve Neiman. So, well,
1: I think maybe there's a lot of people that are glad that there's not more than one. That's right. You know? There's only one. There's yeah. only one.
0: So, but uh, Steve is my friend. I have been. It's been so awesome and wonderful to get to know him over uh, just over the course of the past year. He's Steve's very involved in our, our church. He's he is uh, uh, he was on the leadership team for a while. He's uh, has a Sunday school class a grow group that he that he leads. He also uh, has been very involved in our serve teams here at the church and you may see him from time to time if you come to church at First shallow water you may see him giving the announcements or doing some other uh, doing some other crazy things during the worship service so uh, we're grateful for Steve and uh, grateful to have him as part of our church he's a long time uh, with uh, Tyler technologies yes. so retired from from working at Tyler technologies and so why don't Steve I, I brought that up but why don't you share a little bit more about uh, about just about who you are introduce yourself a little bit talk about your family and you know whatever you think people out there in podcast world need to okay. know about you all about
1: right them. well uh, they probably don't want to know anything but <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say something so well I'll tell you yeah.
0: Steve that's only because they haven't met you yet because <laughs> right, if they right. meet you they would want to know more
1: so well um I, uh, grew up all over the place. Uh, uh-huh. uh, born in San Angelo and then moved to La Mesa. Okay. And first grade in La Mesa, second grade in Brownfield. third grade in Littlefield. Wow. fourth grade in Slayton. And, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, halfway through my junior year, we, we moved to Herford. My dad was a newspaper publisher. Oh, okay. And so yeah. it, anytime he got, you know, like a hundred dollar a week raise or something right. off, we'd move we'd go somewhere <laughs> else. That's right. That's right. And so I ended up graduating from Herford. Okay. And, uh, and so uh, some other people here in our church, uh Joni and Keith Kitchens are, mm-hmm. are were two of my classmates oh, there, that's that I graduated awesome. with. And yeah, then yeah. uh little did I know at the time that uh, I was there, but my my future wife, Ron, right. she was uh was right there in Hertford, same time I was. No way. But she was six years younger, so okay, all right. she was kind of off my radar yeah. at the point. <laughs> that's at that right, point, yeah. That's right. And uh uh but I uh I uh, actually spent uh, uh, one year coaching when I got out of school. Really? I, th- I thought I didn't that, know that I love sports, you yeah. know? And so I thought, well, I, you know, I want to be a coach. Uh-huh. And then uh, I coached uh, one year, and out of uh, seventh and eighth grade, JV and varsity that I helped with, we were two and 32 that year <laughs> in football. <laughs> 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 and ironically The only two games we won Was our 8th grade team Beat water, And our varsity Beat Shadowwater. Oh, water nice <laughs> yeah. Alright yeah. right. But uh, you know water hadn't had football As long as most schools I don't know if you knew I that no I didn't no. know no. that yeah, So they hadn't Had football very long I think okay. that was the only reason That's We were able to beat them <laughs>
0: <laughs> So you coach Did you coach football Or did you coach all sports Well you-, you
1: know and At a small school like Rawls You coach Whatever you know okay. So it was football Basketball And track Basically okay. And right. uh and so I just uh, got approached uh, and ended up uh, leaving that and getting into uh, life insurance uh, yeah. sales and did that for eleven years mm-hmm. and uh, and you know uh, thought I needed to go beyond that somehow uh-huh. and and you know uh, really kind of probably outran my headlights uh, yeah. or you know that there's the verse, uh, uh, Psalms one nineteen eleven. Uh, no one, yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, no 119 105 is is and it's uh you know your word is a lamp to my feet and right. a light for my path I mean, yeah. and you know i think sometimes you know if we're not careful we can outrun our headlights no and, doubt. and i think you know what i did was thinking well i gotta i gotta sell my part of our insurance agency and and uh hereford uh-huh. and moved to the big city of lubbock and be right. a uh, certified financial planner you know? yeah so that because yeah. that sounded you know like really cool really uh, yeah. important you know <laughs> it sounded more important than life insurance salesman so right yeah so we did and and after a year we'd burned through every penny and had yeah. practically nothing in a house we couldn't sell and right. and uh so that was a uh, you know that's a whole nother story but basically went through financial failure at that yeah. point and uh but uh you know, I I kind of went into that I think with not near enough uh, discussion with with God sure. and more of my own pride and mm-hmm. desires and uh, took my you know family uh, at that time we we just had Ross our son and okay. and uh and Stephanie was born kind of in the middle of it right uh but it was a stressful hard time you know to go through and and as a, and as the man who you know traditionally especially back in the older days you know think of being the provider Right. well uh that was a hard time when all of a sudden you find that you you can't that you're not mm-hmm. you know so yeah. that was hard and but uh god taught us some Great things uh, during that time, and and uh, opened the door that uh, led to uh, you know some spiritual markers in my life along that time that really I think helped me grow and uh, and you know just realized that my sense of joy in life and all that really wasn't from how much money we made or right. how many things we had or how nice our, car- our cars were or sure. something you know that it was uh, something different and uh and just uh you know, and then opened a door, and I was able to to uh, become partners with dusty womble and, and what it was called encode at the time right. a software company and then uh later Tyler bought us and it became Tyler technologies so yeah. anyway that's uh I, I, i'm i'm sixty seven now uh-huh. uh, at age sixty I retired from Tyler yeah. And so uh, I forgot to tell Rhonda when i <laughs> uh, I, I mean, well, I no, I say, I say that I, I forgot and told her that I retired, and then a whole, I got a whole different list of things to do. Yeah, but it's been great, yeah, and uh, and good. I've been able to. You know, spend time in some doing some other things. So it's been great.
0: So okay, so you're married to Rhonda. Yep. How long have you
1: guys been married? We've been married 41 years. 41 years. Yeah. That's awesome. It is. Yeah. That's right. Well, I'm
0: just 15 behind you, so I'm I'm working on it. Well, that. So, hang in there. You'll all make right. It. You know, I, you yeah. know, I will. I, just, I will. Every,
1: and then just try to get your contract renewed. That's but, right. Yeah, one more time. Yeah. <laughs> one more time. Uh,
0: and then and then two kids, right? Yes.
1: I we have Ross. Uh, he's uh, has a structural engineering firm here in Lubbock, and okay. he's married and has two. Uh two sons, eight and four. They're our grand great grand our son great sons, great yeah. grandsons that yeah. we love. Uh, not, yeah. not a great grandson, but, but they're, they're great wonderful. They're yeah, wonderful. Yeah, great. You go. I got yeah, you. you go. Yeah. I, yeah. And I don't I was gonna sound real old. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh our our daughter Stephanie, uh-huh. who uh uh, lived in paris for a while and, yep. uh, has recently moved back to the united states and is living in austin we're so glad to have her closer to closer, us so yeah. we'll, in fact we're going to go see her just next weekend oh so we're that's excited, wonderful you know, for her yeah. birthday yeah
0: that's wonderful that yeah yeah so she she uh was living in europe and paris and then and uh, but she still gets to go back over there every now and then and do some stuff she right? will so be yeah. yeah
1: she hadn't gone back recently but yeah. I, I know she's got that she's a traveler so that'll be there someday that's
0: awesome that's awesome and and how old is she how how,
1: she is uh 27 i believe yeah 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 no 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 i'm sorry 32 32. and ross is 37
0: okay there you go Uh, there's the seven yeah Yeah. 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 stephanie will
1: like that i put her back yeah that's good good. (laughs) i received that (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: i love it when people when people think i'm younger than i am that's awesome well so uh so two kids uh married how, how long have you lived in shallow water
1: we uh lived, have lived here a year we lived here twenty eight years oh and wow. uh, same house yeah. i'd never lived in a house more than three years. Yeah, In my life right. Until we moved here And yeah. we lived in the same house For 28 years yeah. And uh, and then moved back to Lubbock Yes, we're in, in yeah. Lubbock now yeah. And uh, we still Obviously, we, we uh, get in our car On 120th Street And drive past about 500 churches <laughs> So that we can get right back here Where we love to be <laughs> That's good <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah So how long how long have you been At, at First Baptist Shallow Water?
1: That whole time In fact, yeah. we joined as members Before we ever moved to Shallow Water We wow. were in, living in Lubbock And decided to make a move out here uh-huh. And, uh and we went ahead and started uh, attending church out here in the summer, so uh-huh. that our kid, our, our son Ross at the time, yeah, could uh, and and Stephanie was a little young at that time, but uh, to get start for them to get to know some people and yeah. before school started, you know, and yeah, and so uh, that
0: worked. We did the same thing with Sadie, you know, because she, she came down for youth group uh, here every Wednesday, even though we were still living in Plainview. So, you know, so she was able to meet a bunch of kids. And then over the summer, you know, once we moved out of this, about so by the time she started school, it was like yeah. she had that makes it a lot and, better. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. a good transition. So in the beginning, when you guys decided to to start coming to, to First Baptist Shallow Water, was it mainly, look, we're going to be moving to that community, and, you know, that's the church that's kind of in the community. Was that kind of what drove that decision-making?
1: Yes, you know, I guess that's just, uh, you know, a lot of things we do, we think, you uh, because our parents did it that way, uh-huh. and, you know, yeah. and uh, you know, wherever we went, our, my dad, especially being in the newspaper business, right. he he uh, he uh, would immediately get involved with the community. You right. know, he uh, the great uh, example to me. Uh, we, when we lived in Slayton, he got uh, you know uh, chosen as man of the year, oh, Citi- wow. citizen citizen of the year there. Yeah, and then we moved to Hereford, and about you know two years later, he got named citizen of the year in Hereford. So. <laughs> Uh, it's just, uh, uh, nice to have the Neiman name when you, know when you have a mom and dad like I did. Right. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, how do we, oh yeah. So we, I think it was kind of a, a default thing for us yeah. to join the, the, the Baptist church in right. the community we yes. lived in in uh-huh. and, and dive in, you yeah. know? And yeah. so uh, we did and, and, uh, and it was a time when there really wasn't that many people moving to shallow water. Right, it was a, di- a very different time than now. And, and, and I think that a lot of people in the community were like, well, "I'm not sure we want more people moving here." Right, we're kind yeah. of like this being Mayberry RFD kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, you know, we were some some people were probably welcoming us, and some not. But right. but, but we we really liked it from the get go. Yeah,
0: so so you really have had kind of a. I mean a legacy here at the church. I mean, you've been here for a long time and met and made a bunch of friends and kind of put down roots here in the church. What uh, um, over the years? Uh, if you could just kind of say one thing that you feel like church community has has done for you or taught you, you know, being a member at First Shallow Water. What what would you say?
1: I'd say the I'd say the the number one thing mm-hmm. is that our very best friends now came because of us, because of them being people that we. Went to church with Right And we were part of a You know what we called Sunday school class At yeah. that time To be To do that together And uh to Have people that you have uh, That you know That you have common values And faith And, uh, and just Because uh, they You know people like uh, You know two of them You know Sandy uh, Right Peters yeah. and, and Bart Greer Two of my closer friends And mm-hmm. uh, And they're just great examples To me Of, of men that I want to be like You right. know so uh, and I'm a, I'm a person that needs accountability. Sure, and, me too. And, and neither one of them. I mean, they're they're both nice guys, but they uh-huh. wouldn't hesitate to tell me if I was getting out of step. Yep. You know, and that's what I need. And that's yeah. what I want.
0: Yeah, I, that, I I agree. Those kind of relationships are so important. And frankly, as guys, sometimes we don't we don't often have them. You know, I, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's it's it's
1: hard yeah. to have. It's hard to have close friends. I think. And so when we have them, we need to be grateful. Absolutely. You know, and be yeah. and. Uh, and do make sure we do our part to maintain that, you yeah. know, and not lose it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And having lived in different towns, you know, you make friends and then you move and you right. it, you know, they're still your friend but you don't see them anymore. And right. it kinda and over time that fades mm-hmm. some, you know. So it's good to have people right here that uh are great friends. And yeah. and I you know, and other than that I'd say just uh feeling part of a of a bigger family, you mm-hmm. know, uh when uh Some's going one of the family's kind of down and out, being able to know it and and want to help them and right. be able to help them or if you are the family that's down and out Absolutely. knowing that there's people who care and that are going to help you know help you with, through your troubles
0: yeah yeah, and I think it's one of my favorite things since I've been the pastor at the church that I have realized or have watched happen is folks like you know folks like you guys your friend group you know uh, watching you just love each other through sometimes really. Tough, really painful circumstances, and uh, and that's been a beautiful. Uh, there's this bedrock of friendship there. You know, there's this that that's been built over you know decades of. of you know, caring for each other. And, right. Uh, I just think that's
1: really special. It's well, really good. I'm very, very thankful for it.
0: Yeah. So, okay, Steve, talk, uh t- tell us about your faith story. Talk a little bit about, um, you know, the factors of the things that kind of drew you to faith in Christ, what was happening in your life, you know, how did, how did that all come about and, uh, and, and who or what factors kind of led to that?
1: Okay. Well, that that's a, that's a complicated question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I would say, you know, it started uh uh with my parents. Right. Because they uh were both people of uh strong faith mm-hmm. and you know, we went to church every Sunday and, yep. and uh we I you know, I don't really know what why so much. We weren't necessarily the Wednesday night. Right. And, yeah. You <laughs> know, we weren't at that level, but <laughs> yeah. we were at the uh, sun, every Sunday. Not okay. quite every yeah, time yeah, yeah, the I'm doors right, are open, yeah. but yeah. close to yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. And uh so I think, you know, uh Early on, I believed in God, and I believed in Jesus because my parents did, and I never remember a time when I didn't believe that, you know, but uh, at age 12, I was at a revival in Slayton Mm -hmm. where we lived, and and, uh, that's when I, you know, kind of reached that point where, you know, I believe uh, that I was ready to confess that Jesus Christ is my Lord, and and Mm -hmm. I believe that God raised Him from the dead, and I wanted to be saved, you know, and uh, I didn't want to go to hell, right? And that was a more prevalent reason at that time. At that time yeah, you know, right. it, you heard a little more fire and brimstone kind yeah. of message sometimes. You know, <laughs> uh, I don't know if the word grace had been invented. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was good. But uh, so I was baptized, and uh, you know, I'll never forget that. Right. I can, sit, even though it was that many years ago, uh, I can still remember where I was sitting and mm. when it happened, and uh, mm-hmm. so that was uh, that happened. But you know. Uh after that I think I I didn't really uh fully grasp sure the gospel how could you we you know? were 12 yeah it, it's, and uh there's just uh the gospel is a simple truth yet mm-hmm. it's so hard for us to fully understand and grasp you know I I, I like you know you're not a couple of sermon series ago you were talking about upside down right yeah uh, uh I don't know Religion, or mm-hmm. what I don't. That's remember, the way the world yeah. looks to us. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And you know, it's just like everything the world is is t- tells us, and, and especially somebody like me that I loved athletics. I'm a right. competitive guy. Yeah. You know, I want to come out on top every time. You uh-huh. know, and I'm gonna try, and that's yeah. just it. That's part of my nature. Yeah. And part of that is you know you've been taught you know no right. pain no gain. Uh-huh. You know you got to. You know, make the effort. you got to do this. you got to do that. You're not going to get anything out of this if you don't put a whole lot in, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, And then to think that somehow God's going to accept us, you know, and it's not about our performance. Right. It's so hard. Even though I've known that for years. Right. I can still sometimes feel it seep into my mind. Absolutely. That. Uh, you know, because I, I do f- certainly feel at times I'm not good enough. I know I'm not, Yeah. you know, but he accepts me anyway, yeah. you know, that he's a- adopted me as his child is just uh, an awesome thought and, and thing to know. And uh, so uh, it was for me, you know, uh, probably kind of a static kind of of faith, though, for, for a while. You yeah. know, I don't think that I grew much uh-huh. through my like junior high and high school years, uh, I was a you know a good kid, but sure, you know, uh, just I mean, I see some of our kids now, some of our youth, and just how how strong in their faith they are and how right. mature. And you know, I, I look back to man, <laughs> I wish I could have been like that, you know. Uh, and then, uh, you know, probably if you'd have had a you know, I'm glad they didn't have cell phones with cameras when I was in college, yeah, you <laughs> know? so. Uh, <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> yeah. There, that probably wouldn't have been, uh, you know, the, the best thing to be showing anybody that I was trying to impress. But, uh, I, I did stay, uh, I, I got involved with FCA Fellowship yeah. of Christian Athletes. Um, got to go to a couple of camps when I was in high school and mm-hmm. then in college, uh, once as a huddle leader and, uh, to a, the, the national camp. And, yeah. and, uh, so that was one thing that, uh, that was helpful for me that I drew from, you sure. know, and because it connected athletics that I, in sports that I love so much with my faith, you know, right. and that was, uh, that connected for me. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, it wasn't probably until after Rhonda and I were married and, uh, we were living in Hereford and the youth minister, uh, I had, who I'd kind of got to know. Sure. Randall Stotts with uh-huh. his name. I don't know where he is today, but, yeah. uh, he, uh. Invited me to be part of a men's Bible study. Uh-huh. Uh, it was called, it was Master Life. Oh, you heard I remember of it? Master yeah. Life. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I did that myself. Okay. So, yeah. Well, it was the first thing like that I'd ever done. Right. You know, where, I mean, I've been to Sunday school class. Sure. But not something that I was expected to prepare for and yeah. to study and, to, yeah. and that I was held accountable. Right. To, to, to memorize some scripture and do mm-hmm. some different things. And that was, uh, I think, one of the... Oh, I would call them spiritual markers right. in my life, you know, because yeah. uh, that led to me to kind of realizing that I needed that kind of thing in order to grow. Sure. You know, it was one of the things I needed. And then through the years did things like, you know, experiencing God. Right. Uh, I went through it probably three or four times. Oh, yeah. You know, it Amazing. takes a while for me, you know, yeah. for things to, ca- to catch up. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, too, but <laughs> uh, the times. purpose-driven life, uh-huh. um, the yeah. mind of Christ, uh, yeah. you know, just different studies like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, or, you know, have really helped me, uh, you know, and, and then just, you know, going through hard times. Yeah. You know, it's been, you know, different things, uh, losing a child, yeah. uh, losing my parents, uh, financial failure. Right. Uh, you know, being, you know, the chairman of our leadership team here in our church when we basically had a church split, uh-huh. one of the hardest things that I've ever been through. Yeah. Uh, and you know i'd say probably learn more from mistakes having been made in the midst of some of those circumstances uh than from oh yeah i got that right kind of thing you know right. but yeah. uh it it has a i think as god uh, allows us to go through some of these difficult times uh you know one thing i've learned is that i can trust him right time right. after time after time you know yeah. uh yeah. there would seem like there wasn't an answer there was no way out and yeah and then he showed up you know and mm-hmm. in his timing uh and in his way which in retrospect was exactly the way it should have happened right you know? right right uh, so it it kind of i think moved me from being a you know what if kind of uh christian like right. what, what what if this happens what mm-hmm. if that happens what now And to, to a even if yes uh i think of you know shadrach meshach and abednego mm-hmm. you know and saying you know you know we uh we believe God's gonna save us from this fiery sharp furnace. Mm-hmm. But even if he doesn't, that's right. He's still our God. He's still God. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, uh,
0: I wrote a song uh based on Psalm thirteen. It's a uh you know, Psalm thirteen is David saying, How long? How long will you turn your face from me? How long will you you know? Mm-hmm. Uh and uh the second verse of it is uh Second verse of his is, is is you know, a little bit of that story from Shadrach Meshach, that line, you know, yes. even even if he I know that he'll deliver me, but even if he doesn't, I know that he's good. Yeah.
1: And there's a great song called Even If by Mercy yeah. Me. Yeah. yeah, oh it is a good yeah. one. And I don't know if you've ever watched the the uh YouTube video of him telling the, the story of mm-hmm. where that song how yeah, he came up with the idea of the word for that song, but it's really it's really good. Like but, to check that yeah, out. Yeah. Maybe
0: we'll we'll put that in the show no, the liner notes for the <laughs> okay. for the show. Yeah. I I, the, I wrote that song though, mm-hmm. my song uh, on Psalm thirteen. I wrote it, my friend uh, who was the pastor of the church in May, Texas, where I was a youth minister. I, I had come back several years later and was doing a youth revival for them, but they they had had a daughter who was born with several major birth defects. She wasn't really supposed to live. Uh, you know, through the first day that she was on earth, you know, she had, you know, anyway, she had like, I don't know, 13 surgeries by the wow. time she was a month old, like mm-hmm. just severe birth defects. Uh, but when I met Katie, she was six years old and uh, this crazy little, you know, girl and super fun. She was a flower girl in our wedding and, uh, and she had all kinds of health problems, like terrible, it was on uh, dialysis and everything else, you know. Um, but, uh, I come back to do a youth revival and I was with our pastor, I was with Dennis when he, when he found out that, um, their last, you know, attempt to have it for a kidney transplant, uh, mm. was not going to happen. And, uh, and what that meant yeah. was that, you know, it was just a matter of time before she passed away. And, uh, and so I was sitting in his office when he got that phone call, you know, and, and I, I remember we cried together and prayed together. And I and I had just been reading Psalm 13 that morning, and I walked out into the sanctuary and I wrote that song. And so, um, anyway, you mentioned the loss of a child. I didn't know that was part of your story. Yeah,
1: I, you know, it was a basically a child born premature right, and only yeah. lived a, a few minutes. You All know, right. uh, and that was at a you know pretty early time in our marriage. And, and is that uh, your first child? Our first. Wow. Uh, uh, no, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> that's not right. Yeah. Ross had already, had been had born been already. Yeah, right that's that. right. This is yeah. a, uh, and uh, and uh, Drew was his name. Okay, yeah. and yeah. Uh, it was just a real confusing time. in in addition to being difficult, because it's like, you know, you didn't get the chance to get to know him, you right. Know, right. And, right? And everything, and so it was. Uh, we knew that at the time the doctors had said that. That, that you know we might not make it with the pregnancy and mm. and uh, and it was really a prayer you know uh, for Rhonda and I that you know God's will be done right. if if we if if it would be and especially for Rhonda having carried him and everything's different you know for a woman right. uh, if if this would be something that she can't handle mm. Lord and if if you're going to take him. Then maybe sooner is better, right? You know, I mean that sounds harsh. No, but yeah, that's where you are. It was, it was, uh, it was a hard time, hard to, to really understand. But you know, it's. uh, But looking back on it, I, you know, I, I think that our prayers were answered. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, in terms of how it worked out, and I don't mean necessarily. uh, uh, Well, I don't know. It's hard to. That's not what you.
0: You would never have. You did not want. To lose a child. No. Right, you did no. but But you saw the hand of God working even in the midst of all of that for, you know, to draw you closer. You saw his mercy even in the middle of all yes. of that, which is, yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, we still have our son. He's dancing right. in heaven. That's right. Right, yeah. And one day you get to spend That's eternity right. with them. Exactly. Which would be awesome. Exactly. I,
0: you know, I know there are folks, Steve, who are listening to the podcast who have, have been through, you know, miscarriage or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or something something similar to, to what you're talking about and, um and it is good, you know, for, to to hear, look, that that grieving process is real and it hurts. It's, you know, it's a super painful thing to go through. But the, your testimony is that the Lord was steadfast and faithful even in the middle of all of he that. He was, you know, yeah. uh, even if, you know. Yeah. And right. and, uh,
1: and it, you know, uh, I think it, things like that can either strengthen a marriage or tear it apart. Right, you absolutely. Know? And uh, Rhonda and I are... Uh, Almost just like opposites in her personality Uh Yeah, You know, I mean, I'm uh, like Oh yeah, Mr. Optimistic, something good's gonna happen today You know, (laughs) and 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 Rhonda's more of uh, I wouldn't say a pessimist, but a realist Yeah, right Well, no, Steve, that might not happen today, you know Yeah, my and, wife is the same way, and I'm saying, Go for it, go for it. And she's saying, Be careful, be careful, yeah. you know. Yes, and yeah. uh, I'm saying, Turn up the music, she's saying, Turn it down. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah. And, and so there's just so many ways our personalities are different, and uh, that could you know cause us a marriage to, to struggle, but I think you know, uh, because of our faith that we share right. in God and in, in Jesus Christ, the that we, we're on the same page with that, yeah, and, absolutely, and 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 we. Have been that way since you know we we're married and we both of us our faith and, and our growth has you know come along the you know during those years and and uh, and it's just like there may be all the other differences in the world that between us but right. that most important thing we have in the middle and I can't it's hard for me to imagine how families like us going through the loss of that son right w- you know without the hope that we have in Christ right. How do people do that? I don't know. I don't know. I uh you know, it one of the awesome things about
0: this podcast is I'm listening to people's stories. Uh you know, we we we've talked about some heavy duty stuff on on this podcast. People who have been through some really really awful Painful circumstances, and you know the one thing that they every person comes back to is that it was my it was my faith that anchored me through that, or or it was even discovering Christ sometimes in the midst of those right. painful circumstances yes. that really that really uh, helped them to find healing and helped them to work their way through it. And and uh, and I, I've been through my share of stuff in my life. I don't know how you I don't know how you navigated without without a relationship with Christ. So if someone's listening out there today, if you wonder about you know, Jesus about, you know, w- w- what is this whole Christianity thing about? Uh, um, well, you know, I, I'm not super smart, you know, or, or, or incredibly articulate, but the one thing I can say that Steve and I would agree on is that is that um, the steadfast love of Christ has never left us. And, uh, and even in our most difficult and painful and darkest seasons, uh, we have found the presence of God faithful and with us even in those moments. That's right.
1: And, and, and not just once, yeah, over, over and, and over, over and over. And sometimes through the very, just one bad circumstance, right. you know, it's like, Lord, just get me to from A to B. Yeah. And then the next day you say, praise God. Yeah. Praise you. <laughs> Thank you. You Jesus. got me to B. That's right. Now, Lord, I need to get from B to C, right, you know, right. yeah. and and it's just like one day at a time. Uh-huh. And and then you look back and 30 days later, you're going, Wow look, look what he did. Right. You know, and not necessarily in the timing that, you know, sometimes from B to C took a lot longer than (laughs) what I was asking for or whatever, you know, but, but he's always been there. And, uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's part of one of the benefits of our faith is just the, is what we get to experience right now. It's Mm -hmm. not all about, well, someday I'll go to heaven. That's a great thing, you know, but it's, it, uh, Mean so much in our in our lives right now.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I, I wanted to circle back around too and talk about uh, you just you, you were talking about Rhonda and uh, and and how you guys are so different and how you know and uh, uh, but it made me think you know because Amy and I are the same way like she's totally <laughs> in every way completely opposite you know and uh, but but it is so many times that difference. It, you know, in her, like, it just she's just balanced me out in so many ways. Oh yeah,
1: and, I was going to say that. You know, oh. I mean, it's it's been like, there's been times when we're maybe trying to make some kind of decision, you right. know, and I'm going, man, go for Let's it, jump, it. you yeah. know, and she said, wait a minute, is there a net down there? Right, you know, right. and and the and the right answer was somewhere in between, in, in the middle, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, and then we and we eventually arrived there or somewhere close, maybe. Yeah. You know, <laughs> sometimes we. We haven't always made the right decisions, you know. Sure. But uh, it, it helps to have that. Yeah.
0: Well, and I, and over the course of a lot of years, you know, uh, there's this—I don't know—there's this wisdom that Amy has, you know, that I, I've just learned to appreciate and to trust, you know. And uh, and knowing Rhonda a little bit too, there's a lot of depth of wisdom in her.
1: For oh, sure. she has, you know. More than I want to admit a lot of times, you know, I I mean, I can be too self-centered and Mm -hmm. prideful and I don't like being corrected or uh, uh, whatever, but, you know, usually if I think about it after I've had time to think straight, you know, she was right, Uh you know, I, you know, should have thought of that, I should have done this or or whatever, or I'm glad I didn't do that or, you know, whatever, and so, uh, you know, it's... It's good to have a partner who, you know, and she does it. I know it's out of out of love for me, and she she yeah. wants the the best for me, and, uh-huh. and you know, so does God. You know, right. the, the different God though, you know he he knows he's never wrong. That's right. You <laughs> you know? He's right every right. single time, and he and he and he loves me. You know, yeah, And if he's yeah. never wrong and he loves me, and and he's and he's all powerful, mm-hmm. then. You know, hey, if God is for me, who can be against me?
0: No doubt, no yeah. doubt. You you mentioned a little bit that a part of your journey uh, had to do with FCA. Yeah. So involved in FCA in high school. Well, you you were an athlete in high school,
1: is that right? Well, yeah, depends. <laughs> so that's, that's a relative term, you know. If you compare me to Keith Kitchens, I was not. You were I not thought, an athlete. No, you know, okay, he, okay. He, he was better in everything than I was, He'd, and and and. Five times more humble about it than right. me So, yeah. you, know, so right. you know That's the guy you need to look at okay. If you're looking for a uh, good athlete But did
0: um, you Did you did you play sports in college, though? Oh, I, I ran track
1: uh, Okay, yeah. yeah For a couple of years in college And figured out That I wasn't really fast enough for that But, <laughs> but, but, but it was a good experience and, Yeah But, you know uh, That that getting out of track Led me into uh, Selling ads for the 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 Prairie Which was the West Texas State Then Right uh, yeah. uh, Newspaper uh-huh. You know And uh you know, I had grown up in the newspaper business with my dad, so I knew a little about that and, sure and really, it was I had had hints in the past before that that sales was kind of one of the gifts you know I guess that yeah. you know uh, it's not one of the ones listed in the in the Bible <laughs> but uh anyway uh I got a chance to sell ads for the newspaper, even though I wasn't in the journalism department or anything wow. you know and, yeah and it just and it was something that came easy to me uh-huh. you know and yeah. i and uh you know they uh they wanted. Uh, they told me how many ads I needed to sell, and and they said you got all week. And I, and I you know, and I was able to go do it in a few hours or something. Right. Maybe you know. Yeah. And, and I made. And I figured out after I started coaching full time at Rawls, I made more money selling ads <laughs> for the school paper <laughs> than <laughs> I did, did to coaching coach full Rawls. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when it kind of uh. dawned on me that I needed to be in, in some kind of sales. Sure, you know?
0: sure. You're still though really involved with FCA in a lot of ways too, right? So yeah. Uh, uh, you
1: that? know, uh, I got invited to. Uh, to be an encourager at one of the fields of faith events yeah. years ago. Uh-huh. And, uh, it's just, if you, you know, I know, you know, yeah. all about it, you mm-hmm. know, you, you have your own story, That's uh, right, I do. but, uh, it, uh, to, to get to be there and, and to see so many, uh, junior high and high school students, they're not all athletes, you know, right. they don't say you have to be an athlete, no, you know, yeah. but to be there you know, there's seven or se- somewhere between seven and 10,000 right. kids there, uh, on uh, at Jones Stadium uh-huh. on a, on a Wednesday night and in, in the fall and uh, to see hundreds of them accept Christ for the first time, right? Uh, and a lot of them uh, aren't kids that go to church, right? You know, they're there because their coach mm-hmm. said, "Hey, you you want to come? I'm going." Right. Or uh, their friend said, they' yeah. gonna. It's cool. You, you can see Jones Stadium. You know, whatever. Yeah, you, you can get out on the field. Maybe you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So they go for one reason, and then they they leave being a different person right and uh so that that experience kind of rekindled my interest in fca that had started back when i was in high school right and in college and uh and that kind of led to me getting on the on the board of fca and and for the past two years i've served as president of south plains fca and it's been a a great experience and uh and i just uh thankful you know and that that's you know one thing that has I don't know how it's come about, but I've kind of uh, gravitated toward leadership kind of roles, right. you know, uh-huh. and probably from having messed up a bunch in the past right. and learned <laughs> how to maybe <laughs> not know, get it wrong you know the second all time. all the ways know. To not mess it yeah. up. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, and we got we've got to serve on leadership team True. here a little bit, and, uh-huh. and uh, you know I'm not on that anymore, but. Uh, I, for whatever reason kind of enjoy those kind of Mm -hmm. roles and uh it seems to me like a way to contribute to use gifts and and i'm not saying by any means i'm a great leader or anything like that because there's some people that are so much better but i I just mean you know i think more than anything it might come from just not doing a very good job of saying no (laughs) I you can know? see how that yeah. would be. And yeah. the next thing you know, you're on four boards. Right. And, you, know, <laughs> you know, and uh, you are you don't have time to prepare for them all and do everything, you know. But that's anyway, awesome. it's, it's been, uh, and that's one thing that's kind of, as I got close to retirement age, right. I read a book uh, called Halftime. Uh huh. And, uh, I like that. The, the book was about, basically, we, we live the first part of our lives, and that can be, that doesn't necessarily mean till retirement, but for me, it, that's what it meant. Uh-huh. Uh, to, and We, we uh, spend our time and energy to be successful. Right. You know, to to be the provider, uh-huh. to, to put something back, you know, in, in, in and that, in that way. Not to say that we don't do other things that are, sure, you know, but, and then it's talking about, okay, now it's halftime. Think about what the second half is going to be, you yeah, know, it, it, and it says talks about living the second half for significance. Yes, you know. Mm-hmm. So now I think after I retired, it was time, you know, for me to give back to to do more volunteering. You right. know, do do work that didn't pay any material, you know, not like material things, but right. but man, how many blessings in in the. Uh, rewards that you get just from being able to serve in those things. It, it's a part of some really great organizations. So, yeah. you know, that's been a blessing.
0: I think, you know, uh, and, and there may be people who, you know, probably a little older than me, uh, but maybe even people my age and younger, who we just really don't have much vision for life after we finish with our professional lives. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. we, don't,
1: we, don't, we just don't even think about it. No, and, I, and I've got – it would kind of uh, – Rub me the wrong way sometimes when I retired, the you know, or I told people I was retiring or I was retired. they went, well, what are you going to do? Right, like you loser. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're going to sit on your porch and rock and right. read yeah. a book, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, if you're, you know, well, one of those Bible studies years ago, there was a deal about you can't say no, Lord. Right. You can only say if, he, if he's your, your lord you can only say yes. That's right. If he says, "Steve, you need to go do this," then yes is got to be your answer, mm-hmm. you know? And so that I think you know that's how I've ended up saying yes a lot of times, you right. know, maybe sometimes more it's than I should, but uh that, you know, kind of got me into some of those situations and uh
0: Yeah, I that I think that's a powerful uh a powerful thing to hear, you know, coming from you though is that, that to to actually have in, intentionality like like purpose like vision for that that you know life after halftime. I mean yeah. what a what a great uh, thing for us to remember because you know oftentimes you're just thinking you know really it's hard for me to imagine I'm just thinking about you know career life, you know what you know what what's going on right now and uh and it, but it's good at some point in your life to really think about okay, the next section is coming.
1: Here. Yes. And 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 I think for me, you know, uh Part of it was my dad retired when he was 70. Oh, wow. And only lived one more year. Wow. He had one year of retirement, and uh-huh. half of that was in health that, you know, he, he really couldn't enjoy it, you right. know? And, and so I think that had something to do with me uh, trying to live the first half of my life, or half, or whatever you want to call yeah. it, halftime, to. Uh, to, to be successful enough to, to be put myself in a situation somehow where I might be able to retire, yeah. uh, at an age where I would, there would be years left to, to do other things, yeah, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. and, and, uh, and some of that's just fun stuff, like playing golf or sure. going on some trips. But part of it's to try to find where can I do something that's significant yeah. for somebody else. Because in know?
0: every phase of our life, right, the Lord God has purposes for us. There are things that He wants for us to accomplish. And uh, and we can, in the phase of our life where we're all about career, we can you know we can prioritize that over whatever the purposes that God has for us are. And, and, but then when we start to think about retirement, we can do the same thing, you know, and yeah. and just not— not be thinking, okay, what is the, what does the Lord God want to use me to do in these moments? I can remember my, my grandparents, uh, my granddad was a, a, pump jack. So he, you know, drove around checking on oil wells my, my whole life. I would get in the truck with him. It's one of my favorite things to do. And we'd spend the day driving around, you know, you know, checking levels and making sure everything's working. And he did that his whole life, you know, uh, worked in the oil field in some capacity. And, uh, when he retired, but before he retired, he there was a lot of planning. You know, I mean, they sold their house that they lived in. They moved into this tiny little house. And all, most of my growing up, they were living in this tiny little house. And we were just stacked up like cordwood when we went to visit them. You know, uh, but he did all that stuff on purpose. You know, and then whenever he retired, they bought an RV, and they they spent those first several years after retirement just driving around and doing mission work. He would wow. they would go out to. They they went to Glorietta and spent a summer out there volunteering. They went to Arizona and spent some time working on the border down there. Uh they uh they went to Montana and uh supported pastors up there and worked on some uh some Native American reservations up there with some pastors up there, just encouraging them and helping them in their work. my uncle was the director of missions for the western half of Montana, wow, so they, yeah. they they went up and worked with him. But anyway, it was just uh it, it was so cool to, you know, I was so inspired by my granddad who was like, you know, he was like, you know, he'd spent all these years serving the Lord faithfully in the local church and do, doing his thing. And then when he retired, he was like, and now I get to do all these things More. for the Lord, yeah, you know, right. and, uh, and it arranged his life in such a way where he could do that. And, uh, and I just thought that was a, a wonderful example, you know, as a kid, so.
1: Yeah, it's uh, we're we're blessed to have you know examples like that in our lives. Right. Like my dad was for me, like that. Yeah, yeah. And, although his you know retirement didn't, he re- retired almost straight to heaven, which that's okay too. That's okay too. Yeah. yeah. Some folks,
0: you know, some folks, that's kind of how they're wired. But yeah. but I, the bigger point to me to me is that is that is to remember that the Lord has purposes for us at every phase of our lives. You know, and uh, and and so many of us can get you know can be ignoring whatever those purposes are. In whatever phase of life, and I get it, man. You're, you have kids that are running around, and and you're driving them all over the place. Uh, I saw a meme the other day that said, uh, "I'd love to have coffee with you, but my daughter is <laughs> living her best life, and I'm her chauffeur." You know, so like, so <laughs> yeah. you know, we've all had those, days, in the, but, yeah. yeah, in those days. Like, it's hard to think of much else. It's hard to imagine what are, what are God's purposes in my life right now beyond just you know driving my kid to whatever thing they're doing next, right? You know? And there seems
1: like you know it's a, that's gotten more and more difficult. Oh you gosh, know? I mean. You know, when, when I was growing up, there was no – or even when my ki- we were raising our kids, there wasn't any kind of sporting event that competed with Sunday morning. Right. I mean, yeah. it, it, Wednesday nights were off limits for most of those years. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and so now parents not only have, you know, mon- Monday through Saturday of – all kinds of things that compete with time. But, you know, and I mean, not that everything is based on how much you go to church. I don't, you know, I, believe I hear, that. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's it's uh, it's just getting harder and harder to find that time to, to do those things that are uh, for significant rather than just for success, yeah. you know. And, and I mean, a lot of times, though, taking your kids and doing those things and being with them, is that is, it is the most significant thing you can do right then. I mean, yeah. I, I can remember my parents never missing a sporting event, Sure, you know, and—, and yeah. And sometimes all the hoops they jumped through, because they had to get the newspaper out on time. Right. Yeah. You know, no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> you know. But somehow or another, they were always there. Maybe That's nobody awesome. else's parents were there. Yeah. My parents were there.
0: Yeah. 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 And I just, I, I, I feel like, though, that it's easy to to forget that, you know, that the Lord wants to use us in the lives of other people around us. At every phase of life that we're in. And uh, and we can let that slip so easily. Oh, yeah. So, I
1: mean, even, you know, today as I think about things I've gotten involved in, you know, where I, I said yes instead of maybe right. no. And a couple of them are, are not, you know, one of them's serving on a bank board and one of them's uh, the board at the country club. Well, those aren't faith-based, sure. you know, yeah. by their nature. Uh, but there's still opportunities for us to be uh, – Try to be a light in, uh, and to uh, exhibit our faith mm-hmm. and and in our uh, character that we hope is, uh, you know, been formed over the years like the character of God, and, right. and uh, try to be that kind of person. And uh, when we serve in those areas, and I think that it gets noticed. Uh, sometimes we we don't know it for sure, but right. you know. So. Yeah,
0: the Lord uses us in all those places and those relationships. You know that's how the Lord often works. You know, is through those oh, through yeah. all those relationships. Well, so.
1: He's you know, I mean, what's more important than relationship? Right, no doubt. Yeah, love yeah. the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind, and, and your, your neighbor as yourself. Right there. That's it. The number one. You that's know, it. if you don't get anything else right, get <laughs> this get one right. That right. Yeah. yeah, that's right.
0: If you get that one right, the other things yeah, you do, they all to get hang right. on that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay. that's right. That's some good stuff. So, uh, so talk about right now. So you're in this new phase of your life, you know, you're, uh, got, you know, got, have grandkids and, you know, daughters back, you know, close, you know, where you can see her now. Like what, what is God doing in your life right now? What do you feel like he's teaching you right now the most in your life?
1: I think he's, uh, he's still working on my stubborn, uh, self-centeredness. I mean, I just, uh, I see some things about myself that that I've you know have always been that way mm. May, hopefully less so than at other times earlier right. in my life but uh, you know just uh, too many times I'm doing something hoping that I'll get some kind of praise for it oh, yes. instead of my focus being on praising God who you know is so much more important than that right and so I think that uh, it's just an ongoing process for me I mean mm. i I can't I haven't arrived. Arrived in terms, I mean, I've arrived in terms of being adopted as a, as a son of God, right? You know, yeah. And and uh, that's where I put all my hope and mm-hmm. and and my security and 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 uh, peace of mind in right. that. But you know, as a person, I think he's still, I know he's he's still working on me, mm-hmm. you know, and he will probably until the day I go to heaven, right? And, uh, more, I just it just you know, I think. And a lot of this came, you know, when the COVID first hit and we had kind of the shutdown there for a while and everything. Right. You know, I, I ended up reading through uh, a book called Prayer by Timothy Keller. Mm. And, uh, and and not only reading it, but I would read a chapter and then I would summarize it, you know, in a Word document and I'd write all this down and yeah. and went through that. And really, because I knew one of the things that I needed to improve on in my life was my prayer life. right. Now, it wasn't that I didn't pray and I didn't have one. Sure. But it wasn't I knew it wouldn't what it, it could be. Right. You know? Uh and that was really uh some of the best time that I've spent in years was you, you know, there for a couple of months when mm-hmm. I had more time right. to sit and think and study and read and meditate uh, you know, on God's mm-hmm. word and, and then in prayer. Mm-hmm. And uh that's uh I don't know. I I just have to. I have to have that. I I need uh, to be held accountable, and I think that's what reason I end up teaching Sunday school class or a girl right. group, you know, for thirty years or mm-hmm. something. It, I have to prepare for it. Yeah. You know, and so that helps me get in the word, mm-hmm. and then then pray that somehow or another it comes out all right one on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it's uh, um, I think that's what's going on right now. I mean, in terms of my. Faith in my life, sure. you know, yeah. uh, and uh, I mean, I'm enjoying uh, these different things that I serve on, and, right. and uh, you know, and and all that. That uh, uh, a sense of uh, accomplishment, or I don't know how to exactly how to put it, but uh, I just hope that I do it for the right reason, and mm. it's not. So, oh yeah, look at Steve; he's doing this. I, right. I hope that it can become less of that and more of just you know my desire to, to be able to help somebody else or yeah an organization or you know serve god in whatever way he wants me to
0: whatever capacity yeah, yeah. that's good that's good well uh I, I i it's good for me to hear uh you say that um self-centeredness is something that God's still working on you on, because He's still working on me on that, too. And so I I would appreciate, you know, (laughs) I I had hoped that, you know, you said, no, He's finished that work, because then I would know there was a completion date. But but it's good to know that that's something that you still struggle with, too, because I'm certainly in that boat as well.
1: Well, you know, most of the things we get wrong start right there, don't they? They do.
0: That's exactly right. We tend to we, and, and it's just our natural tendency To kind of place ourselves At the center of the universe And
1: It Go, goes all the way back To the Garden It sure of does <laughs> It sure does
0: And uh, and I certainly have Struggled with that For sure in my life So Well listen Steve Thanks for Thanks for Joining us And, and sharing your You know your story And talking a little bit About what's God's done In your life It's good well, to hear that. it's
1: been uh, uh, I just want to Say how great it's been Having you here at our church Oh <laughs> It, I mean, you know, you over and over, you get, you say to us, you're humbled that you're here. You don't feel worthy. Well, uh, you know, I, I think I can speak. I haven't heard anyone say anything different yeah. than I think you, I could speak for our congregation to say, we love you, Brad. And, uh. and just, uh, you know, what we see happening in our church is exciting and, and, uh, God is, you know, receiving glory and, and, uh, Thank you.
0: Oh gosh, I appreciate it. This has been awesome. And the best part of my job is I get to hang out with people like you. So, <laughs> uh, which I love very much and it's been uh just one one blessing after another. So, but I really appreciate you joining the podcast. If you're out there listening on the podcast uh today, uh, uh you know, uh I hope I hope you've really heard what what Steve's talking about where he's just you know, sharing that that being focused on how the Lord wants to use us in every phase of our life is it matters. It's important, and and just to, you know the the um, the way that God has directed you and led you through through your life in the relationship with Him. I think for, from you and from a couple of other folks who, who have talked uh, on the podcast, one of the most profound and this is simple. I don't understand why it's so hard for us to remember this, but but when we choose to really dig into the Word of God it's a masterizing what the Lord does in our lives. Oh, yeah. You know, because you're talking about, you got into that master, you know, yeah. ma, you know, a master life class, and and uh, and then I've heard other people talk about similar experiences where they, they got into a, a Bible study where they were just really in-depth digging into the Word of God. It's amazing what the Lord does when we just... Listen to him, you yeah. know, and when we just open up ourselves to uh to to the work of his Holy Spirit in his word. And uh and so I'd just be an encouragement to uh to myself and to everyone who's out there listening. R- apart apart from that discipline, from really seeking after the Lord in Scripture, it's really it's really difficult, if not impossible, for us to be who who God's created
1: us. Yeah, to be. you know, I think I mean there's so many Sources, you know, yeah. I mean, from sermons right. like yours, yeah. from Sunday school class, from uh, friends who are Christians, uh-huh. from circumstances—all these different ones. But I think, you know, the time we spend personally in God's Word and yeah. in prayer and, and meditation being part of that process, where Absolutely. we med- not only read the Word but meditate on it, yeah. Uh, and then when we spend that personal time with God in prayers, when we really learn more about who we are, right, and who God is, mm-hmm. than any other time. Yeah, you know, it's it's. Uh, I'm not saying I, I I'm, you know, the best at at the time and and everything I should spend in prayer, but the time I do have, I treasure and and I. I want more.
0: Right, right. And that's where we're shaped, right? That's where we're formed when we're when we're spending time in scripture and when we're praying that the that's how the Lord really shapes us and forms us. And those are like two really simple things and but I hear people all the time say, you know, I want to I feel distant from the Lord, I want to and then and then, then we'll have a conversation. Well, okay, so you know, uh, when's the last time that you really spent some time digging into God's word? Well, I can't really remember. You know yeah, right. uh, what does your prayer life look like? You know what I mean? And and I, it was like with any other relationship, if you don't invest in it, if you don't spend time in it, you're not going to have an intimate close relationship. That's right. So yeah, it,
1: it requires uh, you know, it, it it you know you heard the term, you get out of it what you put yeah, in. Absolutely. It. And I think in this case you get out of it a whole lot more than Way you put in. Yeah, yeah, you do, but but uh, you know, we can't just show up on Sunday and and right. fill a spot in a seat and and think that's and expect to have all God wants for us. Yeah,
0: you're so right. Yeah, and uh, and, and and your history at, at the church and the way that God has brought these people, you know, these friends around you, these people who have shared life with you for all these years, uh, you know, that's that's when you when you when you really focus on engaging in a relationship with Christ and rooting yourself in the body of Christ you know, you, it's like what you said. You get the, just the bucket loads of blessing that the Lord gives us. You know, he reveals his character to us. He puts us in relationship with people that are so meaningful for us. And um, and and there's a time when we get to look back on all these wonderful things that the Lord's done and be like, man, boy, the yeah. hand of God has been moving all this time. That's so right. so that's good. That's good. Well, thanks for joining us, Steve. Uh, if you're out there listening in the podcast world, just uh, uh, make sure you join us again next week We every week every week we talk to amazing, fascinating, interesting people like Steve Neiman every week. We get every to do this every week, except this time. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But we get to do this every week, and so I know you're going to want to be a part of that and join in on it. Uh, make sure you check out the show notes. We're going to have a try to put a couple of links to the some of the books that you've mentioned. We'll try to put those in uh, into the show notes if you'd like to look up uh, that one by Timothy Keller that you mentioned is One that all of us ought to read. So it's really, it's, good. It's yeah. really good, especially
1: so, if you just you know kind of sink your teeth into it. Oh yeah.
0: He's he's you kind of have to do that with him though he's he so deep oh, yeah. like you gotta take him right. in, in pieces kind of, you know
1: Andy Stanley is another one of my favorites right, right. And they're almost like opposites yeah, yeah, in the yeah. way they go about
0: you can read a whole Andy Stanley book in an afternoon but yeah. Timothy Keller you gotta you, you gotta know, invest you a little bit think a little bit that's right that's right <laughs> well, we'll try to put some show notes uh, some 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 links to some of these books in the show notes and uh, and we'll get those out for you but thanks for thanks for listening and we'll see you around town.